Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where two unusual friends explore all things friendships, relationships, and the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And I'm Father Sean Burns. And each month, we bring you a guest, someone who will share their experience and strengths with us, helping us to learn, grow, and live life to the full. Welcome back to the Living Fullness Podcast. Once a month, we bring you a guest interview. If you think to yourself, gosh, Father Burns' voice sounds ridiculous. It does indeed. Uh, And uh, that's because I have a bit of a cold. It's not COVID, thank goodness. But uh, yes, there is a bit of a cold going on here. Uh, So uh, we have a special guest with us. And that guest is Eva Mahoney, who is my niece. So it's lovely to have you with us, Eva. Thank you. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Thanks. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, so uh, now, Eva, I, I, I already know your history uh, yeah. because uh, <laughs> I was there. Uh, but, uh, but Eva, could, uh, could you share a little bit with us about uh, your, who you are? Yeah. Just, you know, you're Eva Mahoney and? <laughs> yeah, well, and. Um, hi. Well, I'm from Aubrey, which is like in New South Wales, um, on the border of New South Wales and Victoria. Um, and yeah, I'm Uncle Sean's niece. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I've been blessed to, um, have been brought up in a, in a Christian home and, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a really good journey thus far. Um, so I come from a pretty musical family, I would say. Um, Mm. so my, yeah, my parents met through, um, in Aubrey, Oh, I, they probably change locations every year. I think I don't know whether they <laughs> Youth Expo. Did, well, was Youth Expo always in Aubrey? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it oh, was. Was so, two thousand two before that? Was it two thousand before? Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, my parents helped um, organize or kind of establish that that kind of thing, um, and they used to play music together. So my dad would play guitar, and mum would sing um, at the Youth Expos and at mass um and yeah I there was music always playing throughout the, the house all the time um a lot of ho- old school hill song which is really cool um <laughs> yeah very sentimental kind of stuff but um yeah which I feel like has um molded a lot of what like who I am today of course as everybody's parents do but um yeah yeah yeah, sure, cool. sure. And yeah music music has been a, a huge part of my faith journey um so yeah yeah I'm happy to be on here and kind of talk to you yeah well, we're <laughs> yeah. pretty stoked to have well, you here it's pretty special exactly exactly and, oh, and I mean aside from the fact that that you know it's awesome to have like family on mm. the podcast I think one of the reasons why we were so keen to interview you is that you have a unique take on the way that music can affect the Christian heart and we'd love to hear what you have to say about that so yeah. uh uh so, but before I guess we get before into, we get into that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before we get into that, you know, you you said a moment ago before that you know it's kind of formed who you are today, and I guess for you know both your uncle and I, like we kind of know a little bit about. Well, I know a little <laughs> bit. Your uncle knows much more about who you are. But for our guests who don't really know, like, tell us a bit about who you are today. Like, what does what does Eva Mahoney's day look like? What does her life look like? Oh my! Oh yeah. Well, I'm a student. I'm in year twelve. I'm doing my HSC at the moment. 
Um, today's actually our last day of holidays. Yeah, I mean, just study. I feel like I've been doing, I haven't, I mean, I do, I always find time for music, but lately it's just been go, go, go with um, mm. study and stuff. I'm really behind. So hopefully my teachers don't watch this because <laughs> I kind of pretend that I know what I'm talking about, but I, I really don't. So, yeah, I'm trying. It's exhausting. Oh. But yeah, that's my day is pretty much just school and mm. yeah. <laughs> and you're HSC now, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the business end of, of schooling. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. And what have you been drawn into in terms of subjects for the HSC? Um, so I'm doing physics, chemistry, biology, um, three unit maths and English. Ooh. <laughs> which is yeah, it's 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 that's been a yowza. an experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah, oh, uh, can't wait for it to be over. But yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. you're almost there. You're almost there. That's Come right. Yeah, home run. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess a good follow-up question for that too is, what are you hoping to do when you finish school? Like when you finish your HSC, what are you looking to? Well, get into? I mean, that's a question that I'm still kind of asking myself. But I, mm. at the moment, it's looking like I want to go into pharmaceutical science. Mm. But that's like my third career choice in the last six months so okay probably gonna change mm. but we'll see what happens yeah um, and there's so nothing yeah. wrong with that like there yeah. is I know. nothing wrong with that right yeah I keep telling myself that I think it's important for people my age to understand that like we're so young like there's no rush like I've got time which I'm really grateful for um yes yeah yes but absolutely yeah. How did you learn that? Um, I mean, it's convenient to tell myself in, in like times like these. Um, but, you know, speaking to some of my teachers who didn't begin teaching until like the kind of middle-aged kind of stage of life. And, you know, what, how many times does the average person change careers? Like, three times or something a lot mm. uh, maybe more than that so yeah i'm just trying to take pressure off myself mm. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's 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 great yeah i think the stats at the moment has that the person an adult at the moment because the trends have changed um an adult at the moment changes careers or changes jobs every three to five years or three to seven years or something yeah so yeah it's, mm. yeah i don't know that's 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 really awesome because the last time that i remember having a a kind of conversation with you about this there was a great deal of there was a great sense of like i have to know i have <laughs> yeah. to know and i can waste no time yeah you no, know and, and so oh it feels that way though because like especially yeah. like in the school environment it's kind of like this needs to be done by this time and all of these deadlines and you think you know if i'm not if i don't know what i'm gonna do like i'm just gonna sit around for the rest of my life um when that's really not the mm. case yeah yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well done. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's a mature thing to arrive at. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you told us a little bit before about your parents. Tell us about the rest of your family. I know you've got some siblings as well. Yeah, yeah. So I have two younger siblings. So um, Zach, who is 16, and Shana, who is 15. So we're all really close together. Um, I'm really close with them. Our relationship is pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, they're really great. That's that's a big statement. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, relationship I mean, I is pretty good. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, at the moment, our relationship is pretty good. No, no, but they're they're really good to be around. So, I mean, you'd yeah. hope so because we live together. But yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's fortunate. That's fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys love to do together? Annoy each other. Um. I don't know. What do we? Uh, we kind of just uh, sit around and talk, you know. Just hang out. Yeah, we're pretty simple. Um, we eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty fun. <laughs> I can attest to this. I was home last week. Oh. And and, and, and my. <laughs> My sister's like, if there's anything that you'd like to stay in the pantry, don't put it in the pantry. Just it somewhere. So. Yeah, but it's like, it's not just me. It's a joint effort. It's a, exactly, exactly, it, is, it, is, it is a joint effort. It really is. The yeah. three of you together are sort of, you know, a food eating unit. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. It's, is it yeah. growing? That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. How do you grow? Exactly. I love it though when when you sort of I see you go to the pantry. I see all three of you go to the pantry and you look in there and you're like, yeah, and you close the door and then you go back <laughs> with the expectation that something that you didn't see was going to be there. See, it's no, like it's, maybe if I close the door and open it again, it's not a box of tin no, cans. What's it's going not on? The expe- it's not the expectation that something different will be there. It's the expectation that our standards have lowered a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant so with every Fantastic. door closed is that does the standard gets lower is that how it works yeah nice so i should try this yeah 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 <laughs> yeah you can try oh dear so eva at the start of this episode you talked to us about how how you grew up in a christian household talk to us a little bit about your faith journey yeah. Um, so cradle Catholic, which, um, I'm blessed to have, um, you know, been, been born into a, a household that, um, that, that taught me, you know, about, about God. Um, but I think something that I feel strengthened my faith, um, in a lot of ways was my parents' attitude towards parenting. Um, and I guess allowing, um, myself and my siblings to take credit of our own actions and allowing us to to make mistakes and teaching us about about God but um, kind of enabling us to establish our own relationship with God rather than mm. kind of our, our my parents kind of pushing this kind of this is how you worship and this is what you do and all these things which of course we we do have those um, established uh ways of worship like the mass and rosary um but i feel like i've really gotten the chance to kind of connect with god in my own individual way because i am an individual you know i'm not just kind of a sub branch of my parents in that kind of way um so that definitely strengthened my faith but of course you know through life um you encounter these these barriers and one of the greatest struggles I've encountered along the way is kind of I guess just lifestyle like 
just being lazy because like the day what father mike schmidt says the the day after you don't read your bible is the the hardest day to do so or something like that along those lines um and i feel like that's been kind of like the phrase that represents my entire life so far is kind of like um i guess just being lazy like being lazy is such like an i feel like it's an overlooked aspect of the faith like it's such a simple thing like take five minutes out of your day to pray instead of going and doing something pointless um and it will enhance your faith life greatly even though it doesn't seem like it's such kind of a a significant thing it is and that's something that i've learned um through the short time that i've that i've been here i guess um yeah i guess just our life is full of distractions especially in this era like technology and technology can be used in in great ways but it's just i feel like in my life personally it's such a distraction from from school from god from my family um Mm. so as far as improving my faith i feel like um kind of removing myself from um from those things is probably the most helpful thing i guess Mm. in enhancing my Mm. faith um, two yeah. uh, two questions that come out of that for me. One is a, a practical. You've you've identified there that technology can be a real challenge, despite that in itself being a blessing and a gift to us, and very mm. useful. I mean, even look at the way that yeah. we're recording this episode, right? We've, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we're utilizing technology in that. So I guess how are you finding the balance um, between utilizing technology well, but also not letting it become a distraction for you in your relationship with God? Um, I think the, the kind of baseline thing about it is to kind of reflect and make sure that I'm not looking at technology as God, because I feel like that's, that is the case for a lot of us today, even if we're not, even if we don't realize it. Um, and I think that that was me for, for a minute. Um, so I think as long as I'm, I'm reflecting and I, and I truly feel that um, me utilizing technology isn't um, detracting, sorry, distracting myself um, from God or um, I guess making sure that I'm, I'm putting prayer first before um, I guess going and just scrolling for hours. Because not only is it bad for your faith, it's bad for you, like your health too. Um, mm. <laughs> Like I, I'm like, uh, once I, I got a phone and I was, I like for the first few months, it was just like, I had to have it on me everywhere. And like, I would scroll forever. Like it was, it was terrible. And you don't even realize how, how much it's kind of a part of your life. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember I left my phone somewhere one day and I got home and it was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, I don't have my phone. Like what am I going to do? Like, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Like go outside, like look at nature, like, and a lot can be observed of God from looking at nature and, um, you know, yeah, I guess just making sure technology isn't God. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, And the second question was, you said there that one of the things that you're, 
parents really helped you um, and your siblings is giving you the opportunity to make your own decisions and choices and make your own mistakes and have your own personal relationship with God. So I guess tell us a little bit about what that relationship looks like for you. Yeah. Um, So like, for instance, um, I guess when it comes to um, confession, so my parents, they, whenever we go to mass, they'll always encourage us to, to go to confession and things like that. Um, Because they understand that when it comes to the, um, the openness between children and their parents for a lot of children they'll say that like there's a lot of things that they keep from their parents which is is sad um and I feel that the way that um my parents have raised us kind of gives us um I guess it makes us feel comfortable to come to our parents and say this is the mistake I've made and they're not gonna like lecture us about it like how like you know because they know that we feel bad ourselves already, um, and they they leave that between between myself and between God, and they they understand that um, that you know we're not we're not little kids, you know we understand the importance of our faith, and um, I guess they don't want to want to take from that by being really forceful about it because you know faith faith becomes less about your own relationship with God when it's kind of just something that, you know, you go to mass because your parents tell you to, or you sit and say your prayers because your parents tell you to. Um, and I'm not saying the parents shouldn't encourage their children to do that, but I mean, I'm not even qualified to speak on it because I'm not a parent, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm a child, <laughs> but um, you know, the importance that, that they've um, indicated um, throughout, you know, our, our upbringing of, you know, our individual relationship with God is just something, <clears throat> something that I'm so grateful for that, you know, they've done for us. Um, yeah. Did that answer your question? I was, I was rambling and then I forgot what your question actually was. I- <laughs> yeah, it was so, good. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. solid. I guess we should probably also talk about, you know, this one big thing that big talent that you've been given that you've been blessed with, like share share with us, if you like, about what inspires you to be, you know, to, to be in in music. Um, mm. Like what, what inspired you to start writing? Because you write your own songs as well. Like yeah. tell us, like t- talk to us a bit about what music looks like for you and what inspires um, that for you. Yeah. Music is everything. Like to me, music is the language of God and it's how I see God. Oh. Um, and I think everybody has their own element of the world in which, you know, they look at something and they like, they really, they feel God's presence. Like for some people it's nature. Um, for some people it might be the universe, like space. For me, it's music. And, um, like, okay. So the first time that I was kind of exposed to music ministry, besides my parents playing at youth expos and stuff was in 2016. And it was the first chosen youth, um, event. And it was held here in Aubrey and Genevieve Bryant came and she's this, this fantastic musician. And she like goes around and sings about, about Jesus. And, um, I, I, I was able to sing with her and just seeing her on stage, like she was anything but self-serving. And I think that that's what music has become in like the kind of industry part of it. Um, but just seeing her up there, she was serving 
her audience and she was serving God. Um, and I think that that's a beautiful reminder of, you know, I think as musicians, um, it's really easy. And I've fallen into this trap many times. It's really easy to make music like selfish and kind of, you know, every extra chord, every extra note, every run, um, you can't, it can't be selfish, you know, because you're, you're polluting it. It's not music in its purest form anymore. Um, and like Clark Beckham talks about it. He's um, a really brilliant musician and he's a Christian. And he speaks about how music is the most supernatural, natural thing that God has given us here on earth. And to kind of pollute it with, you know, your own, I don't want to say showing off, but you know, that, that's what it can become. And it's really easy to, to fall into that. Um, and, you know, Callie Day, she is a, an incredible, incredible gospel singer. One of the best voices I think I've ever heard. Um, and if anybody wanted to show off, she could. It, it's, she's got an incredible voice. But when you hear her sing and, you know, you just know that it, it's just her and God up there. And I think that that's a really important part of music. And it's something that um, I, I saw demonstrated by my parents growing up. Um, yeah, and I mean, music, it's, it's the language of God. Like you can't, um, it's, you can't pollute it with your own kind of selfish ag agenda. I don't know. It's, yeah. you know, um, yeah. yeah. And, and the feeling the feeling of demonstrating that and the feeling of being able to communicate with God in that way is just, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. That's really cool. That's yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> the language of God. I, I really like that. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It is. That's it it really, is. Really it's the language of God. Yeah. 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 And, and the, the, the fact that it's also based and, and for me to admit this is a big thing it's based on mathematics, like music has a, a mathematical undertone to it. You know, that, that when mathematicians say that maths is the language of God, really they're <laughs> saying that music is the language of God, aren't they? I mean, that's, that's you know, I hate maths. Uh, so <laughs> that's a big thing no. for me to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, yeah. I yeah, agree. no, right. Okay. Well, that's, that's really, really beautiful. Um, so... You know, the, you have this language of God that you love to that 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 you find yourself able to uh, share. Where do you share it, and how? Like, what sort of events or things do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I not so much anymore because study has kind of uh, not enabled me to be at a specific mass every single week. But um, I. Well, mum and I, a few years ago, we used to um, do the music for Laguna Parish, Immaculate Heart of Mary. Um, and we did that for a pretty long time. Um, and then I often sang at Mass um, at St. Patrick's in Albury, um, um, which, was, which was really nice. Um, I also, I write my own music, um, which is cool. Um, so I do, I, I sing at weddings and stuff like that. Um, and even like at venues and stuff, I just do like little like Sunday sesh kind of things. 
which is really good because even if you know your audience doesn't come from a Christian background um whether or not you are religious music has an effect on you and the way that I like to think of it is that um uh people who feel music they feel God but they just don't recognize that that's his presence um uh yeah so I think you know music whether um you know the music that you're singing is um Christian music or it's secular music there will always be a way for you to 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 serve god in doing that nice yeah beautiful beautiful so whether you're performing at the the ssna club or (laughs) or at somebody's wedding you see in there a way to to uh to 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 communicate uh the language of god Yeah. yeah that's really awesome it is yeah 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 um, so are you hoping to be able to continue to pursue music ministry? Um, yeah, I hope so. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it would it would definitely be um, an opportunity that I'd like to pursue. Um, mm. But yeah, we'll see what um, happens. And do you have like do you have, you've mentioned there that there were some some challenges, and given the culture that we have right now, which is increasingly becoming more and more anti Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any thoughts about where music fits into that space and where music ministry fits into that space? Well, I think the the first thing, I guess, is kind of highlighting the importance of the music itself rather than the who who's making the music, I guess. Because, you know, you look around today and, you know, the way that people idolise um, musicians – it's, I think the, the first step into getting to that stage is, is to bring people back to the music itself, you know, and it sounds kind of cliche or whatever, um, but once, once you, um, I guess, kind of highlight the, the understanding as to the feeling behind music and what that feeling is and where that feeling comes from, being God, um, I think it'll be a step in the right direction. Um, but I mean, it's difficult. We're in such a, a just unprecedented times when we look at kind of you know the music industry, um, especially in America. Um, you know, I kind of don't know where to start. Like, as far as you know, but I think it begins in our own lives. I don't think, I think you know, the first step is changing people's hearts first before, and I think that the industry will naturally. Um, fix itself from there but you know it's just yeah it's difficult it's going to be difficult mm. Mm. Yeah. there's some really um just full of wisdom eva it's <laughs> just full of wisdom oh. yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of the things that makes <laughs> makes me go to padre all the time like what what is with that girl <laughs> like oh. she's just like oh all this wisdom it's so beautiful it's absolutely beautiful yeah. oh thanks yeah. <laughs> So, um, if given the like you've just sort of outlined for us the um, some of the 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 beauty that you see in music, and you've also outlined some of the challenges that you see in the present industry. Um, given that, if somebody came to you and said, "You know, Eva, I'm looking at starting out as a musician," what advice would you would you give them? 
within within the context of ministry. Within the context of the ministry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a really important thing to do before you enter into that is like a really deep self reflection as to what as to what your your purpose is um, when singing, um, and to really um, assure yourself that. And I mean, not everyone's perfect and everybody's going to fall into the self-serving trap. Um, But it's important that you outline your purpose to serve God Um, um, and to be completely, you know, um, unselfish when it comes to, um, you know, I guess um, communicating your music to other people um, when you're when you're performing for for other people. yeah, if if you're not so self-serving and your your purpose is to serve God, you really can't go wrong. How, as a follow-up to that, how might I guard against that self-servingness? It sounds it sounds a little weird, but listen. Um, I think it's it's really easy to tell when when you're singing whether that little extra chord or this extra note is um, serving the music or is it serving you. Um, when you when you sing that, are you singing because you want to make an impression on this person or that person, or are you singing in that specific way because it will serve the song and in turn serve God. Um, hmm. It's it's a process and it's something that you need to to practice. Um, but yeah, I think you constantly need to be asking yourself those questions, and it's really, you know, just listening with your ears, listening to the song, but listening with your heart as to as to whether what you're doing is is serving to God. That's what I would say. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you very much for that. That 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 was a. That was a top-notch answer. That was yeah. good. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and I guess as a final question there then, um, where can people find your music? Um, well, I've got stuff on Spotify or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I post some music on there sometimes. Um, yeah. And what are the handles yeah. that people can go and look out for? Um, I think most of them are at Eva Mahoney. Oh, right. Sure. right. Yeah. Right. That's Eva Mahoney with an I, is it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I I'll say is it. I, I know it is. What do you mean, is it? Some uncle, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, it's um, okay. We'll we'll um add some of the some of your handles to our description of the episode as well for people to be able to click on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Eva, thank you for coming on today. Uh, Thanks thank you for, for being with us and for sharing, uh, such a beautiful part of your life, uh, with, uh, with the, the, the people who listen to the podcast. Um, and, and, uh, thank you for being the, the, the example that you are as well. Um, oh. and, uh, it's, it's, it's really fantastic. Um, no and you're a wonderful niece too. So oh. thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks so, for having me. Uh, thank you. 
Uh, it's, it's, it's been wonderful. And yeah. uh, uh, we'll definitely put uh, some social media handles down below if anybody's wanting to, uh, to, to well, we recommend that you all go and, and yeah. click on Oliver's <laughs> music because it's yeah. awesome. And, uh, and um, yeah, so we will also continue to have a chat with Eva today over on our Patreon page for those of you who would like to join us over there. Um, Eva's going to share a little bit about her writing process and what that looks like. So if you're interested in that, jump over and join one of the higher tiers and you'll be able to see some behind the scenes with Eva today. To finish off with, as always, we have a bit of a, a rapid fire with our guests. Um, so just the first thing that comes to mind as we ask these random questions of you, Eva. Okay. Cool. You ready? <laughs> yeah, let's go. First one is tea or coffee? Tea. Very good. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Go. Turn. This is not much of a rapid fire if you're not on it. This is a on slow it. fire. Uh, one place you want to travel and why? Uh, Tonga to learn more about my culture. Ooh. Ooh yeah. okay. um, what's something you're terrified of? Heights. Oh, I'm really scared of okay. Heights. Who is your holy or saintly crush? St. Thomas More. Yeah, boom. That was nice and quick. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely your niece. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, who is one of your favourite artists or composers? Uh, Mac Ayres. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind the song? Oh, please don't say that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's okay. Don't answer it. Oh, it was a joke. Don't answer it. It's okay. I was like, please don't say it. Please don't say it. Please don't say it. I'm just messing with you. It's all right. Poor thing. She nearly died there. Gosh. What's your favorite? The real question. The real question is, what's your favorite song that you've composed so far and why? Oh, what do you want? Um, and it's because I feel like it's really honest. Well, it, it's an honest depiction of what I was feeling at the time. And um, honesty is always mm. the way to go. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Very, very cool. All yeah. right. Well, <laughs> that I had you there for a second, didn't I? <laughs> I was, my heart was beating so fast. You have no idea. <laughs> Like, please don't say the song I think you're going to say. Please don't say it. Please don't say it. <laughs> the look of horror on your face. Oh, oh no, my no. goodness. <laughs> oh, you know what's going to happen now, though? Everyone's going to ask. <laughs> I will I'll never get an answer. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, bless. <laughs> so, uh, Stina, uh, Stina. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Eva. Hi. Uh, see, both of your names are two syllables long. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, so uh, Eva, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And uh, and as you move forward in your in your life, particularly as you start to, to, to move towards, uh, uh, towards the next stage of your life after the HSC, um, please know that we're, we're praying for you. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. No I'll be praying for you again. Pretty good. Pretty good.
Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's joined us over on our YouTube channel or listened wherever you might have been listening to our podcast. We love having you each and every week and we hope that you've enjoyed having Eva on our show this week. And until next time, as always, know about love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone, perhaps who will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review so that others can find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.